last time on Dice Heist. As the fight breaks out in Adenal's office, the Rage Hemoth rushes forward, grabbing Dirk and flinging him in Bertram's direction. However, Dirk spins harmlessly to the floor next to Bertram instead. Getting up quickly, Dirk tells a really bad joke, casting Tasha's hideous laughter on the creature, resulting in her collapsing to the floor, laughing uncontrollably. Adam glances over at Adenal, asking where the chemicals are. After being directed across the room, Adam rushes over to find a bottle with chemicals to help put the creature out of the fight on a more permanent basis. Dirk stands over the creature as it continues to laugh as Bertram tries to rush Adenal out of the room, pointing his pistol at the creature. Adam finally dumps the chemicals onto the face of the creature, putting him down for the count, and then quickly sends a message for backup to the precinct. Shortly after, two Alchemco guards rush in to see what happened and are shocked by the sight. While they are distracted, Adnal begins spilling what she knows about the supposed dead and now alive Fenian, but is interrupted when four guards barge into the room, grabbing her as a white dragonborn in a suit enters demanding attention from all in the room. After a brief verbal power struggle, the Eastgate police storm in in force, quickly taking control of the situation and beginning to drag out the Rage Hemoth to the executive's dismay. As quickly as the four Alchemco guards entered, they leave again, with Adenal this time, in hand and the executive following behind. Dirk, fearing for Adenal's safety, jumps into action and follows them, using the crowd as cover and then using magic to take on the appearance of a green dragonborn guard. After following them to a room, Dirk sees them trying to strap her into a machine that seems to not have anything good in store for Adenal. Dirk climbs on the ceiling and begins using his arcane trickery to try and get in the room. After creating an illusory explosion and a hole in the opposite wall, Dirk realizes that it might be too late as they seal the room up tighter. In a desperate attempt to help Adenal, Dirk tries to summon Zed in the room only to have him immediately blasted. As a last resort, Dirk tries to use his mage hand to flip some switches on the other side of the door, but is unsuccessful at doing anything but starting some chaos. Just before, a half-orc marches down the hall, demanding to know Dirk's security code. With some lucky recollection, Dirk is able to fool him and is told to hurry up and guard the door up top. Welcome to Dice Heist, where we roll the dice and see what we can get away with. My name is Bronson. I will be playing Adam Vaduva, our rogue wizard. Things just got a lot more complicated. <laughs> uh, Nick might be able to tell you more about that. Hey guys, I'm Nick. Uh, I'm playing Dirk Vilgoth, the arcane trickster that, although he didn't successfully rescue Adenal, he uh, successfully infiltrated and uh, saw some spicy details. Uh, over to you, uh, Aaron. Aaron here, uh, playing your resident bard, Bertram Dirgestride, and it's just all—all all the things are bad right now. Uh, over, over to you, DM. <laughs> hey guys, uh, my name is Raceland, and I am the DM for Dice Heist. And yeah, yeah, uh, Aaron said it right. It's all a big clusterfuck of bullshit right now. Uh, wonder who did that? Hmm. Not me. Uh, so we finished <laughs> off last time as you guys took on a giant creature or rather 
got it to roll on the floor laughing <laughs> and incapacitated it using <laughs> chemicals instead of actually fighting it. Still kind of salty about that as a DM, but also proud at the same time. <laughs> so after trailing Adenal to find out what happened to her, you're fairly certain that there will be some sort of mind wipe going on with the device, and Dirk had to leave empty-handed or get caught. And we're meeting back up as the three reunite in the precinct. Go ahead and go from there, guys. Well, I guess we would probably be talking with the chief. <clears throat> yeah, that's if fair. that's possible. Basically, just relaying everything that happens, uh, everything that went down when we met Adenal, Adenal getting taken away. Uh, okay. I guess it would be up to Dirk if, like, Adam doesn't want to tell the chief that, oh, yeah, Dirk, like, totally followed the Alchemco guys back to. Okay, so we're actually like going to play out this entire role play. Because okay. I'm kind of curious exactly what you guys are going to say in this situation. Go for it. Okay. And then cool. Dirk, Dirk so, will arrive um, after a while. Yeah, so uh, Dirk arrives as uh, Adam, Bertram, and Mudbreaker are all just standing in his office, like, looking out towards the door. And Dirk comes in, and they were like, you know, Mudbreaker looks at you and says, Okay, so you're finally here. You guys want to tell me what the fuck is going on? It's a fucking mess over there at Alchemco. Alright, you guys tell, tell him what you have and then I'll I'll fill in more details. So we met with a certain Adenol, uh, a scientist who works for Alchemco and uh, she she was attacked uh, by I'm flipping through my Bertram's flipping through his pages to find the name that, that I can't colleague. can't recall at the moment. Uh, ah, this this Sarah uh, person, and she <clears throat> uh, evidently has a grudge or wanted revenge for a certain doctor that's still alive, it, it turned out. Um, after she was attacked, we subdued this, well, they're in lockup, you can go see for yourself. Uh, we subdued the mutated Sarah, and <clears throat> Adenal then told the, told me in a rush of information that uh, this this good doctor is still alive. His death was faked by Alchemco, the reason of which is his blood somehow stabilizes this compound they've been working on, and Wait, wait a minute. Are you, are you saying that this is all linked to this rage drug or whatever it was? Oh, very much so. And um, our our good Adenol, before she was hoisted away by the uh, security goons, also told me that the warehouse that started our endeavors here is actually the place that she did tests on the good doctor suspended in some sort of vat maybe that was the glass and shards we found um yeah that that makes sense uh there seemed to be some markings on the floor that were noted uh in the shape of a large tank and I, they must have been operating directly out of the warehouse and i asked her where he is now and uh, she either lied or she doesn't 
truly know. Okay, but he's still alive, obviously. According to Adenal, uh, yes. And I don't think it's a huge, huge leap to guess that maybe he's the one who broke out of the warehouse. Maybe, perhaps. And possibly fled into the sewers. You mentioned there was a marking for where a tank would be in the warehouse. Yeah, so around where you guys saw the smash crates, uh, I believe it was Dirk mentioned uh, and pointed out to the in- other investigators uh, this larger glass. And uh, around there, when they further investigated and collected the, the evidence, they noticed this large, almost ring indent, uh, seemingly like, you know, when something sits in a spot for too long, you can tell, even in, you know, these areas. So, yeah. There was some discoloration in the floorboard, and they assumed there was something large there, but they figured it was just a tank to be, you know, transported. But did they look for where the tank could now be? Because I can't imagine that it would fit down in, in through, like, a manhole. No, I don't think it was. Um, so, hang on. You said Alchemco dragged Adenol off? Oh, yes. Uh, Dirk followed them. Uh, he probably has more to say on that. Be- before you respond to that, uh, Mudbreaker has a certain, like, look in his eye, um, and, and he, he as he looks over at you, Dirk, um, it almost looks worried as he does so. Yeah, because obviously Dirk overstepped their uh, jurisdiction and and everything to investigate further. What did you do, my boy? <laughs> Sir Mudbreaker, I apologize for breaking standard uh, procedures, but I had reasonable cause to believe that they were taking Adenol and planned on doing something horrible with her. And what I ended up seeing confirmed that suspicion. I used my illusion magic to disguise myself as one of their security officers and followed them to a room in their underground facility. Uh, uh, so as you're saying this all to him, he, he increasingly looks even more worried. I know, I know. These, these two had nothing to do with it. If you need to discipline me, you can do it, but just hear me out first. He, he kind of holds a hand up to you and uh, stands up and walks around the desk and then uh, goes to the door, kind of looks around making sure no one was nearby and closes it uh, to just kind of like close you guys off in his office. Okay. Yep. said, no, you listen here. I know you haven't lived here long, but there are certain things you just don't do, even if you feel they're right. I know... I know the right thing to do is what you did. I don't blame you for trying to track her down and to try and help her in some way. But if one of the big five does something like this, it is best to not interfere for your own safety. I'm so glad you didn't get caught. Are you sure? Are you sure that no one knows it was you? I'm sure. There's no way they could have known. Look. Okay. I, what I saw in there disturbed me. 
They took her into a room with a chair in the center and this large, bulbous contraption with spinning parts over her. And my guess is they were doing some sort of operation to perhaps wipe her memory or do something. Uh, we know that she has some knowledge of this, this drug, this rage drug. So it wouldn't surprise me if they were taking her to do that. But more so, something that I saw in there, in that room, were some, looked like some sort of like a stasis chamber or something where there were some life forms frozen. And uh, one of them was the white dragonborn that we saw before the one that was the supposed security guard at the warehouse and the one that I found in that uh, in those records before there's something deep going on at El Chemco and they're trying to keep it covered up I have a feeling that they're producing this in a very dangerous way and trying to sell it to for criminal activities. This is all very disturbing to me, and I'm sorry that I broke procedures, but my own safety was not a, my concern at that point. I wanted to do what was right. If you need to discipline me, do so. Um, n- no. Uh, I, I think that it's best moving forward right now. We do not put this on any official records. That actually brings me to a point I was going to raise with you guys. Yeah, go ahead, Adam. Chief, with the with the direction that this investigation is heading, and knowing, knowing that these big five have their hands in almost everything, we're going to end up running into situations where we might to break procedure. And at this point, to be frank, I think we should do everything off the books from now on. Drop the investigation entirely. Hopefully they get a little more relaxed. And that would give Bertram, Dirk, and myself more freedom to do what the four of us know is right. I can't let you guys do that. Not not under us. This is... I know. This is dangerous. I know. No, no, you don't know, Adam. You don't know how dangerous this is. Countless people's lives have been ruined by the Big Five just because they stepped a foot out of line. I... If it's us three dropping this and going out of our way to have no further relation, at least regarding this investigation, no further relation to the police, that's our best bet at actually getting some kind of justice. I mean, that is what you want, right? Because the direction we're heading now, if we do things... By procedure, 
we're not going to get justice ever. Alchemco will keep covering their tracks before we can get to it procedurally. If we don't have the backing of the police, then we'll just be disappeared like everyone else. Maybe. If we were not police in the situation that just happened in the offices, we would have been hauled away like them. That, or we would have had to have killed our way out of it. Um, Mudbreaker uh, will silently walk back behind his desk, uh, plop his, his large dwarven self down, and uh, just rub his temples uh, before reaching into a bottom drawer and pulling out a large bottle of whiskey. <laughs> uh, and then just pops it and starts and just takes a long drag from it and sets it out in front of him, kind of like pushing it towards the three of you, if any of you, like offering it to you. I'll whisk that up real quick. <laughs> Dirk, <laughs> Dirk will also accept. Adam, right. Adam doesn't usually drink, but given the weight of the situation, he will also <laughs> partake. Adam, you you asked me. I I want there to be justice served here, right? You you asked me if that's what I want, and the truth is, yes, I do. I always have, but I don't know. I've been at this for so many years now. I've become numb to the way things are and the fact that oftentimes justice just will not be served because people in power are the ones causing injustice. But anyone stepping a foot out of line risks their lives, their families' lives, and their friends' lives. I've got a family, guys. I... I know you guys don't have any connections here, but you're young. You got a lot ahead of you. You got a lot of potential. I could see you filling in the shoes of Sir Frederick Wellesley at one point. I could see you filling in the shoes of someone much better than that. I could see you really making a difference. But I don't know if now is the time. I'm worried... That if you go through with this now, and you go off the books, and you try to take down Alchemco, or at least whatever they're dealing in, whoever this higher-up is that you mentioned that was pulling Adenal away, I think, I think it's not going to end well. And I, I think you're never going to get to the point where you can actually make a difference. How could you say that? How could... Because I've seen it happen too many times. Then what are you doing here? Why are you the chief of police if... If you're not doing everything you can to protect... The citizens. If we... If we don't do this and make this decision, how many other innocent people are going to die? Because of Alchemco or the other four. And more will die if we are caught, including you... And anyone else you drag into this. You know that contact of yours, Bertram? That young woman who works for Alchemco? Think about her. You think that you can take on this corporation. That's the problem, Adam. You're looking way too far. Beyond your scope. I've seen it happen so many times before. 
It does not end well. So you don't even want to try for justice? I want to try for justice. How? But I don't think this is the right time. If we wait, more people die anyways. And more people will die if we don't. If we don't wait, we're at least gathering information, evidence. We're gaining more knowledge regarding Alchemco, maybe even the other four. We can do something with that. Gathering knowledge is fine, but acting on it is not. That's what I'm saying. Acting on this knowledge that you have found today, acting on knowledge that you find more on Alchemco's dealings right now, that is what I'm afraid will get you killed. Well, it's not, it's not for you to be afraid about. It's our lives. If we decide that we want to split from the police say that. and go on our own, it's, it's our lives. Yes, maybe we're putting our families in danger, but at the very least, we're not putting the lives of fellow police officers in danger. And at the same time, I hope that we'd be able to stop other innocent people from dying. And I think that that's the right thing. So what you're suggesting, Sir Mudbreaker, is that we keep this knowledge to ourselves for now and wait for them to slip up? That's exactly what I'm suggesting. You wait for them to slip up, and you wait for the right support. Then let's call off the investigation. Let's drop it, make them think that we're no longer investigating them. They'll get hopefully comfortable, relaxed, and then we can gather more information. What? And then if we decide to open up investigation later on, we can fully load it. What sort of support do we need um, to take on one of the big five? (sighs) Another one of the big five. Or someone else. Or many others just as powerful. Maybe that is our next fight. Do you think there is a way that we can get hard evidence against them that we can present to the council, to the city council? Is that, is that what we need to take them down? So you could do that. Will that matter in the end? Will Doing it- that will not matter in the end, I don't think. Mm-hmm. However, it will cause them to probably dump the blame on this higher-up that you saw, this white dragonborn. Did you catch his name? DM, uh, did we catch his name? <laughs> no. No, you did not. <laughs> None of you asked. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, no. No, we... Uh, everything was moving so fast, we, uh, we missed it. Yeah, that's... That's who they'll probably pin this on. And sure, that individual who enacted these awful things will be brought to justice. But I don't think Alchemco as a whole will be. This might sound very, very radical, but it sounds like to me, if we mean to solve our current problem and future problems that will inevitably come from these five power-hungry owners of the city, it sounds like we need to, in my opinion, pin them against each other figure out some way to lessen the reach, the power, and the grasp that these five have on this city. Otherwise, it's going to be 
a slave city where people will die left and right and no one will bat an eye because everyone knows no justice, no true justice will be served. Sure, Alchemco might pay victims. They might brainwash or wipe the minds of their own employees, but that's not actually justice in my mind. If we want that, and if you truly want that, Chief, I think we need to come up with a plan, and it's not going to happen quickly. I don't see it happening quickly unless they slip up and the opportunity presents itself, but we need to start taking down these big five, or converting them to our side of things. Otherwise, there's not any point in policing the state. Mudbreaker, after you say all this, will kind of have a small grin on his face and kind of look at you. Adam, you have a much bigger heart than I ever expected. And bigger dreams than I could ever have myself. But if you want to work at this, I give you my word that you can operate as an officer of the law as long as you try to keep these dealings separate. I know that might be difficult, but I think that your ability to have this power granted by the police will help. I think it will be required for you to do what you need to do. It, dep it really depends on the situations. I mean, as soon as we mention that we're officers of the law, that's going to change conversations. Adam, that's why we don't. We don't take our badges. We don't... We don't portray the law when we pursue this. Then we can't use their resources in the way that we have been. We have to do everything, essentially... Not actively during our investigations, but in between, we will still have access to these resources. I think this is our best options. Lab reports can right. be filed or not filed. All it takes is just not putting that paper in the bin. And no one knows that that procedure was ever done. Do you think that the department would mind upgrading our current home, maybe with its own official lab and all the resources that I would have at the one here at HQ. Our home is a bit of a pudding magnet. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that would require some form of promotion right now. Uh, it's outside your current scope, but... I have an idea, if you don't mind. Perhaps uh, we create a private investigation bureau or company that is our alias for what we do. That way, if we were to get caught, it, we would have somewhere for them to pace, place the blame rather than official law enforcement. That way... They won't, they won't pin it on official law, law enforcement. They'll pin it on you in particular. Exactly. Even if even if you go in as officers of the law, my higher ups 
will deny that you were ever involved. He'll suggest that I deny I was ever involved in what you did and that you were lying. Guess we'll use Alchemco's own game against them. I think I think that that might be your best bet now. But we have something else important at hand now. The current investigation that you guys have been working on was not the dealings of Alchemco. It was who broke into this warehouse. Well, we know who that is now because it wasn't them breaking in. It was them breaking out. That means it was Fenian, right? The other researcher. Had to have been someone else with him. I can't see his tank being dragged along with him. I mean, someone would have seen that. No, I don't think that's what happened. We didn't get called until the morning. I guarantee Alchemco sent it a team to, to mess with the crime scene. They had to have. It's the only thing that makes sense. Adam, didn't you... Didn't you take a sample off the boots of the... Of, or the shoes of that person that we found at, at Alchemco? Yeah. Yeah. I did. Um, at first glance, it seems like it's mud water from the sewers, but I can take it to a lab, look over a little bit more, see if there's anything else laying in there. So it kind of sounds similar to, sounds like whoever they were had a part in that warehouse breakout. Maybe, or their HQ where this scientist and all of his friends are hiding. It's likely in the sewer, somewhere down there. And I think if we're going to continue our own independent investigation, that's probably our best place to start is headed back toward the sewers and hoping we find more dots to connect. I think I think our goal is to find Fenian before Alchemco does. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the same thing's going to happen that happened to Adenol. Yeah, if not worse. Right. Uh, wasn't there another scientist who worked on the project? Uh, he he reaches out uh, onto his desk and grabs a file and starts flipping through it. Uh, wasn't it this Carl? Uh, says here he was a dwarf. He retired from Elchemco shortly after the accident where Fenian died or supposedly died. Here's his address. I don't know. I don't think Elchemco is going to mess with him at the moment or else they already would have. For all we know, they could have wiped his mind, messed with it in other ways. But the, the fact that he's alive says that Alchemco doesn't think that he's going to be a problem for now. I think probably first priority is... Well, he could still be working on the project, just not officially. Maybe. Could, I'm not saying that he's not he a already, priority. They were already involved before this happened. There's no reason to think they didn't continue. Mudbreaker reaches up his hand and is trying to, like, stop you for a second. Wait, 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 wait. Right here. Right here in Carl's file. It says who he has listed as his main emergency contact. Back when he worked at a Helmco. It was never changed when he retired. The name is Fenian. His main contact was Fenian. Look at this picture here. And he flips through a little bit further. And he shows you a picture. Uh, and it has... It's, it's a picture of... 
uh, both Fenian and Carl sitting on a on a park bench together with uh, Fenian's arm around Carl. Okay, as as strange as this might be, a wood elf and a dwarf, crazier things have happened in this city. What if... What if Carl helped him? Wouldn't you? I would. I would. Carl may know if... Well, even if he didn't help him, uh, Finian, if he escaped, which we think he did, uh, why would he not seek out Carl? I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, what I'm, a good point. What I'm saying is that he either has or will be soon. Either way, we need to speak to Carl. Yeah. I mean... Might be a better choice than just mucking around in the sewers. Oh, of course it is. Nearly every option is better than that one. <laughs> if we wait too long, we risk Alchemco finding him first, and then that door is closed. Right, but if we wait too long, Alchemco could ha- go after Carl, knowing this about him too. They already <sighs> would have. Carl, yeah, so Carl might also we, know something about Finian, so I feel like going to where we know one of these people are at, I feel like that's our best bet. So you think you should go to the sewers? No, we we know where Carl's at. We okay. we don't know I where Finian is. We think he's in the sewers. That's a hunch. There's a lot of evidence pointing to that hunch. A lot. Like, even from the beginning of our investigation, there's a lot of evidence pointing in that direction. I guess it's I guess it's a matter of who we value more. Do we value... Carl? More? In this case? Is he going to help us solve the investigation by talking to him before... No, no, here. Here's what we can do. All right, you guys, you go to the sewers. You go check that out. I'll send another team to Carl's place to go check on him, especially after this attack on Adenal, the other person. Maybe there's something else going on, and we can we can make this official business and just bring him in for questioning, okay? Make sure he's safe, and he'll be here. I'm starting to think the same thing. Yeah. Uh, Dirk's going to just walk over to Bertram and put a hand on his shoulder. Well, looks like we're going back in the sewers. Might want to find oh. some uh, clothing. You don't mind getting dirty this time. I mind all of my clothing getting filthy. Uh, Mudbreaker, do we have any any type of outerwear that we could put on for uh, Bertram here? I mean, yeah. I, I think... Uh... I think in the locker room there's some galoshes and uh, you know some raincoats. There you go. The bright yellow, though. I look great in yellow. Not a problem. <laughs> Perfect. You'll be the yeah. gator bait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too soon? Uh, I'm sure Bertram feels much better about it now. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're going to detain Carl. How long for? 
Well, I mean, at least until we can question him, and as long as we can to keep him safe. I'm going to try and convince him to stay here free will. I'd rather not detain him if we don't have to, but, I mean, if we do, we will. And then we have maybe 24 hours with him. Okay. So, we should probably keep our sewer run under 24 hours. Bertram, how do you feel about that statement? <laughs> He's reaching for the bottle again. <laughs> uh, DM, how long has it been since our group has had a rest? Like a long, a long rest? Yeah, so we'll say it's just into the afternoon now. Um, you guys have had a while to just kind of like chat with him. Uh, we'll say it's maybe like 1 o'clock. Uh, you guys went in the morning to go visit Adenal and talk with that. The cleanup there took a while and then getting back to the precinct and all that. So yeah, we'll say it's about one o'clock right now. All right. Well, uh, the day is still young, so, uh, I guess we'll suit up and we'll go see what we can find. Awesome. Uh, and you guys can have the equivalent of a short rest. Okay. Uh, from your time, just chatting with Mudbreaker. I guess I'll spend a, uh, Hit die to heal up. Yeah, I mean that's up to you. Yeah, I mean with with a con, I would do it if I were yeah, you. Yeah, with a con bonus of plus three, I should be able to get get full health probably. And just to be clear, Chief, uh, are we going to be publicly dropping this investigation, or? No, no, I don't want to publicly drop this investigation. I want to use the full force of the law to help us in this endeavor against Elkemco. So what I think we need to do is I think we need to find Fenian and bring him in. Whatever crimes he's committed, we can work with that. I think it'd be better that we have him than Elkemco has him. Because if Elkemco gets him, we have no idea what they'll do to him. At least with us, he has a chance of standing fair trial and being let free. I would also make it a point to explain to him what has happened to past employees. I'm sure he knows, being as a, he was a science experiment himself. Yeah, I'm sure he understands the danger of this. Wait, Carl was a science experiment himself? Oh, I thought you were talking about uh, Fenny. I'm was. sorry. Yeah. No, I was talking about Carl. Sorry. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I was talking about Fenny the whole time, yeah. but okay. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, uh, yeah. Carl is just going to come in and chat. Carl is not under any suspicion at this point, uh, but their job is just going to make sure that, you know, they keep an eye on him. That's why I was saying, like, hammer home the possibility of him being offed or worse by Alchemico. Like, if... I don't know if he would understand or if he would have any inkling of what's been happening, but... I think it might be safer to spin it the other way and uh go with uh we're taking him into police custody for his own safety well, yeah. due to possible attacks from the culprit that tried to attack the other person who is still living who worked on this project i see yeah that's... so instead instead of focusing on you know uh, that i want to i want to focus on trying to help carl here and and convincing him that this is what he needs um, and, and as you guys are discussing this, you hear a knock at the door behind you. Before, before anyone comes in, Adam would real quick say, and, uh, 
and kind of like a, a hushed voice to the chief, like, don't let Alchemco take him. And then look towards the door. Uh, Mudbreaker will uh, uh, say, yeah, come in. Who is it? Uh, and the, the door swings open, and it's one of the uniformed officers. Uh, it's Kate. Hey, uh, yeah, so that uh, that woman we dragged in, she she woke up. She's in the, the cell. She actually shrunk down quite a bit. I don't know if you guys want to come question her or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we should do that real quick. Can I look over at Bertram and can you... What's the phrase I'm looking for here? Lead the charge on this? Of course. Yeah, I don't know what you're going to be able to get out of her. She seems kind of delirious and a little bit angry, but uh, I mean, you can do your best here. Do we have any stimulants to use? Kind of wake her up. Isn't this some good quality music? This is Nature Claimed Ruins, Hallowed Grounds by Mark Colette from BattleBards.com. That's where we get all our background music and sound effects for the show. What is BattleBards? BattleBards is the most premium audio library ever created for the tabletop gaming experience, along with tools built specifically to use the audio seamlessly in-game. Tailor-made background music inspired by fantasy races and locations, voiceover scripts written to bring life to everyday NPC interactions, and a colossal array of bone-crushing, spell-blasting sound effects. This is BattleBards. If you're looking to get the best value out of BattleBards.com, I would recommend giving BattleBards Prime subscription a try. With this monthly subscription, you can enjoy streaming access to all BattleBards content, access to all BattleBards tools, including their soundboard and mixer, the ability to upload and mix your own private audio library, and 20% off all purchases of sounds you wish to permanently add to your collection. I think this is enough for me. Go check it out for yourself and see what they have to offer. Now, let's get back to Dice Heist. Uh, so yeah, you guys head out and you go to the bullpen. So you get to the cell and sitting in the cell. Question. What's up? Sorry, I had a question. On our way to the cell, Adam was thinking, oh, it would be nice if we had some sort of truth serum. Uh, does the police have anything in in that regard when it comes to interrogations? Do they have anything they, they can use to sort of make yes. suspects more cooperative? Yeah, you do know that uh, if you want... Yeah, you can grab a wand of Zone of Truth uh, that that they have. It's, like, hanging up. It's got, like, a little lanyard on it. Property of precinct and then the precinct number and all that on it. Um, and yeah, you, you can grab that as you as you go towards them. Um, 
and yeah, she's sitting in the cell, and you just hear this loud clang as she charges up against one of the cell walls, and just kind of like falls to her ass, uh, just, you know, kind of banged up, and she's just kind of like clutching her head, um, but as you look at her, she seems like she's maybe a foot, maybe a foot and a half taller than she was when she first entered the room, and that like scale uh, on her on her body that had this greenish tint is still there. Um, and she seems to have been shrunk down, though. Like, for the most part, she just seems like maybe a little bit more, uh, thicker and more buff than she was previously. Uh, but she's still wearing her tattered, like, lab coat and, you know, pants and all that. Right. Uh, she's just kind of just grabbing her head, sitting on the ground. You hear some, like, growling and maybe some, like, you know, obscenities being swore from her. Before we go into this, can you remind me real quick the things that I found on her person? Uh, yeah, you found a handful of handwritten notes. You weren't really able to determine what they were for or anything like that. Just seems like, you know, some scribblings here and there just for calculations, maybe. A uh, handful of pens and her ID card. That was it, though. Okay. No, like, keys, anything, uh, any other, like, personal items? Just notes? No. Pens? No. Based on the fact that there was no keys or any other personal items, you're guessing that she probably had some sort of uh, locker in Alchemco, in the building. Okay. What does her uh, full name say on the ID? Okay, so uh, her name is Dr. Sarah Renora. I'll just go have a seat at the other end of the table, other side of the table. And I want to sit next to him. Okay, yeah, so you guys sit at this table that's, like, just outside the cell um, that she's in, because she's just kind of like this... She's still kind of in some sort of rage mode, uh, seemingly. Um, but she'll she'll look up at you as you sit down. Ugh, it's, it's you three. Oh, God. Uh, yes, it, it is us, luckily enough for you. I had our Why did you get in my way? I think, well, you kind of became a rage monster and we're about to kill the person we needed to speak with also killing people generally uh, frowned upon yeah well you know you guys weren't gonna bring her to justice for what she did so someone had to I'm just glad that laughter was the best medicine for you yeah you can go fuck yourself I am inclined to agree terrible jokes uh, Dirk's gonna give uh, triple middle fingers, two with his normal hands, and then one with his mage <laughs> hand that shows up in front of him. That no one can see? <laughs> or, no, it, he'll make it visible. Cause he can oh, make okay, it you visible. can make it visible. Yeah, so it'll just be triple middle fingers. <laughs> oh, how glorious. Yes. You are so cute. So, I think what we want may not be in opposition of one another. Okay, and what what do you think I want? And she seems to have, like, her face is just kind of, like, mangled in, like, this look of, like, pain, as if she has, like, a massive headache. But there's still also this hint of amusement when she says that. I think you want to make Alchemco pay for what they have done. No, I... Why would you say something like that? I want to make Adenol pay for what she did. If I wanted to make Alchemco pay, I would have just raged out in the middle of the fucking building and started smashing shit. 
Well, those two aren't mutually exclusive. She is Alchemco, and Alchemco is she. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's she didn't that's do how the this company in works. a vacuum. She had money, resources, help. Yeah, yeah, she did. Back at Alchemco, you said you were doing this for Finian. Was she the one that did something horrible to Finian? I'm sorry. What what makes you think I'm doing this for my dead mentor? Uh, well, you said Finian sends his regards, if I remember correctly. Oh, fuck, I did. Oh. And it's not yeah. like we know that he isn't alive, or is alive. Why don't you tell us why you did what you did in detail? I did it because that bitch was his friend. And she experimented on him like a fucking lab rat. And that bitch deserved to die. Finian asked me to bring her to him, but she needed to fucking die. To your knowledge, was this experimentation against his will? Huh. Or did he hmm. volunteer for it as a member as a employee of Alchemco? Nope, don't think so. I think that's why they faked his death. Fair enough. So here is how it remains. Um, Alchemco, of course, knows Finian still is alive. And they are going to find him and drag him back into a vat and continue business as usual. Unless you can help us prevent that. We need to speak to Finian. You're talking to the wrong person here. I, I don't think I can help you go against Alchemco like that. Ah, we, we simply just need your help to find Finian. I'm not convinced that it is all of Alchemco that's involved here. I think it's a small group that is working their connections. We're trying to cut the cancer out. Will you help us? Nope. How do I know you're not just going to try and find Fenian and then just toss him back in that fucking tube? Because we, we wouldn't be questioning you right now. If that was the case, we'd have no reason to. Other than to find Finian, We already know he's somewhere in the sewers. And I'm going to try to gauge her reaction when I say that. Yeah, make an insight check, please. Do, 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 do. Nope, off the table. That's really good. Really good. I got natural 18 for a total of 27. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So with your 27, uh, she, uh, she, I'm going to tell you what she responds with and then just kind of sure. give you the rundown of how you interpret it based on that. So uh, she says, well, yeah, he was in the sewers, but he left. Just before I went after Adenal, he left. He's not there anymore. He went to my place and he grabbed some stuff and he said he was heading somewhere else. He'd send me his location later on once he knew I had Adenal. Or as she says that, you, as soon as she said something about him, he was in the sewers, that was totally true. Um, and there was almost this panic in her eyes when you said, we know he's in the sewers. 
But everything else from then on out seemed like it was some sort of story she was whipping up right there on the spot. Well, if you cooperate with us, we might be able to arrange a more accommodating ending for your story. Because as it is right now, now. you've attacked officers. Yup. Tossed you like a fucking ragdoll, didn't I? And she kind of chuckles a little, pointing at you, Dirk. (laughs) Yeah, but I landed on my feet, didn't I? I remember you still sliding on your back a little bit. Yeah, I got you on your back real quick, too. All right, well, the two of you can continue flirting later. (laughs) Um, You want to know how you can trust us? I'm going to look over at Adam and just kind of nod towards the wand. (laughs) Uh, hmm. All right, yeah, Adam's going to use the wand, cast a zone of truth. If possible, aiming it so we are not in the said zone. No, I I want uh, <laughs> I want her to use it so she knows that I'm telling the truth when she asks me questions. Right. Oh, I thought you were saying it as like a sarcastic, like, "Well, bitch, we're gonna make you fucking tell the truth to us," kind of thing. All right. No, Birch. That Birch kind of goes still against trying to be the civil. whole. I we need her to trust us part. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess Adam's just gonna fucking pass the wand over to you. Let you do what you want with it. I'll hold it in in front of the good doctor. This this I'm I'm sure you're familiar with something similar to this. It'll let you know if I tell a lie. So okay. All right. Let me see this. Yep. All right. So she points it at you and says, "And uh, so is there a word for this or what? How how do I make it work?" Uh, I think the word is on the little key tag on the thing. <laughs> oh, oh she, she turns it over. She's like, oh, okay. Uh, tell us what you know, douchebag. And she points it at you. <laughs> um, uh, and I'm going to I'm gonna choose to fail the saving throw if I can. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. You can choose to do that, of course. Uh, so there's just kind of like this, this ooh, and she knows that you have failed your saving throw, and that you were under this truth. And I'll just hold my hand out for the wand. When was the last time that you cried like a little bitch? Uh, <laughs> the last time I was being eaten by an alligator, so yesterday? Okay. Yeah. All right, and she passes it to you. And I'll, I'll hand it back over to Adam. You wanted to know if you can trust us if we're going to just turn over your friend, colleague, co-conspirator back to Alchemco. What are you going to do with him when you catch him? If you catch him. I'm going to ask him for his help and try to use him to help us keep Alchemco from doing this sort of thing again. I would like to keep him safe if we can. I know he will be safer than running around in the sewers. What are you going to do to keep me safe? Well, I'm open to suggestions, but anything in my power to do so. Let me go. Let me go, because Alchemco will want me just as bad as they want Fenny. Why do they want you? Take a look at me and tell me, why do they want me? May, May I say something? I made an observation before with the 
other suspects that partook in this rage, raging substance that they perished, or they most likely would have perished, if I remember from your research with the lab, Adam. And you seem to be fine afterwards. Is there something special about you that this stuff doesn't do permanent Mm. damage to you? No, not about me, but about the serum I took, yes. It's a new batch. So you used Finian's blood to stabilize it? Finian used Finian's blood to stabilize it, and then gave it to me. This is unfortunately some unfortunate side effect of the drug, along with slightly higher aggression. Well, it's less terrible than splitting at the seams and dying a painful death. I'm hideous, though, right? She she asked that too of you, Bertram. I find beauty in many a person. And there's a scary rage beauty to you. Bertram would say yeah. That's not a okay. lie. Okay. No, I, I believe you. She was just trying to get you to trip up. You are beautiful. Well, thank you. Not that it truly matters to me, but I appreciate it. Uh, Alchemgo is going to want me just as badly as they want Fenian now, though. And the same reason that we can offer him protection and help, we can give to you. Right, and that's why I'm saying you need to let me go now. So I can get to Finian and we can get out of here before anyone else finds us and anyone else gets hurt. Do you and Finian plan on doing anything more with this serum? Besides trying to use it to protect yourselves? Trying to use it to protect ourselves. And originally our goal was to get rid of all stock that Alchemco has, but when I did my research this morning, their research is quite widespread right now, so I don't think that's possible. So it would seem our goals align. We don't want this chemical to be widespread and fall into the hands of people who would do terrible things with them. And as of yet, they don't have what they need to make this work. Adonel never could make it a new serum work with his blood. She never got the mix right. So Finian is the secret ingredient for this. We do need to keep him out of Alchemco's hands. And And just as much as he is the secret ingredient, so am I now after I've taken this drug. I'm not joking. I need to leave now or they will get me and it, it won't end well. Adam's going to stand up and walk over towards the door. Bertram, Dirk, let's talk a bit. Mm, all right, but we need to stay nearby. I don't yeah. want I don't want her out of our sight. Is there is there like a two-way uh, kind of mirror thing in this room? <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little room on the other side where we can <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can stand there and watch her, you know, bounce around in the cage. Yeah, cool. Yeah, Adam's gonna 
after saying that and hearing dirt, he's gonna walk out, kind of walk around into the other room, closing the door behind him. All right, what do we think? I don't think we can let her go. She's, I think we should. If she's found on the streets or in the sewers, she'll have no chance. That's why At least here her. we have the chance to tie them up with red tape. There's no protection outside of this wall. Well, there's no justice inside anyways. If we want to get to the root of the problem, we should let Alcamco find her. Because if they find her, we find him. What? But no, it, if that's they, not how that works. If they get their hands on her or him, they will have that last ingredient that they need to mass produce this. That's why we're going to be there to stop that. I don't know if we have the firepower for that. Yes, we, we can't wage open combat in the streets against Alchemco. Who says in the streets? He's in the sewers. She was lying. He's still there. Which means if she's going there, she'll lead us directly to him. Might lead Alchemco to him as well. But that's where we're going to be there. In the sewers. Put a stop to that. Hopefully that'll open up more doors, more answers for us. Well, now she knows due to that zone of truth that our goals are aligned. Perhaps we can convince her to let us go with her to find Finian and we can all take them to a safe place where Alchemco can't get them. That way we are there to protect them and we can get them out of their clutches before they can get their hands on what they need. I don't, we don't have the authority to just let a criminal go who is also evidence themselves. So we are going to break them out of jail to follow them, use them as bait against a company whose resources we can't imagine and hope that we can get lucky and prevent keep both these genies put back in the bottle after releasing the one we have already. I as far as I'm concerned, she didn't do too much damage. We were able to subdue her before she was able to do so. We can... And we can drop the charges for assault. She's also a prime witness who knows the inner workings of everything that's been happening. If we... If she just disappears, we lose all of that. So we can't use that against our Kemco. If she gets taken by our Kemco, not only is it the same thing as before, but now they have everything they want to continue unabated. And we also don't have any information. We. What do you I, suggest, Bertram? We have other leads. Yes, I think we have to keep her here or in another place that's secret enough and under the radar. I don't know if we have any safe houses, but that'd be kind of the point for us not to know until they're needed. Um, we should... We should talk to Mudbreaker. We should get this sorted out right now. The, they're... They're gonna come for 
her in some way, shape, or another. And I wouldn't be surprised if Alchemco has a mole or two in our department that can get her out and into their clutches. That's what I've been trying to say this whole time. Alchemco and the other four have their hands in everything. Like, there is no safe place for her. That's why I'm saying we should just let her go, follow her. If she ends up... If we end up crossing paths with Alchemco while following her, we can do our best to stop them there. But it's not going to be... Keeping her here isn't going to change Alchemco coming for her. And it, I don't think... To be honest, either way, no matter what we do, I think Alchemco will have a good chance at getting her. Which is why I think it's our best idea, or our best move, to follow her to Finian. Because then, at the very least, we have another piece of information when we didn't. We have another person to potentially talk to when we didn't. She's going... Alchemco is going to find her. They're, at the very least, going to try to take her. Whether... Whether we're there or not. I mean, we could be going off in our investigation. She could be here and Alchemco could come and take her here somehow. So... I mean... Magic exists. <laughs> Div divination magic, in particular, would probably make it pretty easy. So the difference between your plan and mine is that yours is they don't know that we follow them. And if they get... If a trap is sprung by Alchemco, we will be there to spring our own trap on them. But my idea would to be sort of going with them as agreed allies and protecting them that way. So here's the here's the potential issue in that if if she agrees to be our allies, if not, we probably won't be able to follow her because she'll know. So if we're going to convince her we have to convince her if she says no because she wants to protect Finian and she doesn't trust the two of us because after all the zone of truth was only used on Bertram yes we could use it on the two of us but even then we have ties to the police and it's likely that we cannot trust even the entire police force if someone is a mole like you say I mean she's she probably thinks someone is a mole for Alchemco within the police department. I mean, if I was working for Alchemco on these secretive projects, I would probably assume the same thing. All right, well, we need to make a decision, and we need to make it now. I think we should follow her. Let her make her decisions on getting there and her decisions of what comes next for her natural to her without our influence. But this is a democracy between the three of us, or at least I'd like to think. Trying, trying to follow them without being noticed, that might be difficult. Might be. 
It's better than not being able to follow them at all. Bertram? It's kind of an all-or-nothing situation. If we do decide we want to convince her, then we have to go full send on that. I'm outvoted, I think. You both want to free her. You're going to have to figure out how to convince Mudbreaker to let her go. I don't see it shouldn't that shouldn't be too much of a problem. I mean, if we drop the charges for assault on officers, what else, what other crimes has she committed? We don't have evidence for any other crimes. She officially. literally is the evidence. Her changing into that rage monster. That's illegal? Her testimony is the evidence. Literally, her entire person is, is the only hard evidence we have. We can get it. We can get a written testimony from her. I mean, if we are going to try to convince her, I don't know. What what is your what's your end game for if we keep her here, Bertram? We have other leads to follow to find Finian. My whole point of not letting her out of here is we go from an entire building of police that can and legal precedent and red tape to keep her in here whereas if we she's not in here her best hopes are the three of us and an owl and against all of alchemco that is not a wager i would ever ever make all right all right let's compromise let's do this bertram we keep her here for as long as we can in the meantime we keep investigating if we don't turn up stones that point us in a direction that we can really explore then we let her go I mean I, I am outvoted here I don't have a problem with supporting the two of you if if I'm the one that is the outlier so that's not what we want from you for this investigation Bertram we to be honest, I like working with you because your ideas are different from mine. And often they're good. You see things from a different point of view than myself or Dirk. You still you have my that. help and support. <laughs> I'm not going to withhold my silver tongue because I think we should proceed differently. That's not how a friendship works. You'll always have my help, even if I roll my eyes at you while we do it. I just don't want your ideas to be filtered through purely supporting us. Oh. <laughs> because we could be wrong. That will never be the case. DM, does anything else happen while we're chatting? Uh, so she's still in this room, just kind of like bouncing around, like moving around a little bit in the cage that she's in and is just kind of like, you know, figuring it out. She sits down for a little bit and seems like maybe her headache has subsided a little bit and is just kind of like thinking. She just looks kind of like pensive off at the door waiting for someone else to come in. Uh, I think I think we should speak to Mudbreaker and see if what if we can release her. He might have some other ideas too, so yeah. Um, should one of us stay here? As you guys say, should one of us stay here? Uh, the door to 
uh, like the the chamber behind swings open, and Mudbreaker comes in and says, "Guys, we just got a call. Carl was found dead at his apartment." Oh, good. And that is where we're, where we are going to end this episode of Dice Heist today. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, it's uh, all plot today. <laughs> oh my god though i mean it's it's some really good role play though yeah you guys just going back and forth all day is is nice sometimes mm-hmm. so i gotta I say that's my favorite part about listening to uh critical role is just the characters going back and forth as they're not doing anything in combat or anything like that they're just being their characters and i think that's a lot of what today was or at least in this episode for you guys and i really i really like that yeah i like it awesome too. I like it too. At a certain point, it becomes just like mental masturbation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's exactly yeah. what it is. Uh, <laughs> but as long as it's moving plot or character and all these other kind of things forward, I think it's always great. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, no, I, I think this was a good in between episode to kind of like go over what you guys have been thinking because there's been a lot of moving parts and all of the wheels are kind of like grinding together all at once. And just taking a step back and seeing how they're grinding together is always a good thing. And, so. and where we should take uh, some yeah. grinding. <laughs> what do we want to go horribly bad? Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or what you want to try and not go horribly bad. Right, right. Keyword try. That's the problem is like there's like we, I feel like we have potentially a lot of options, but like we all see how they could just end so poorly. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Thanks again for uh, your patronage here on Dice Heist, and bye-bye. See you. Bye, guys. Thank you all for listening to this episode of Dice Heist. Our next episode will be released on Sunday, July 11th, since we will not be releasing an episode on July 4th. I want to give a special thanks to Nick for letting us use his song, Something For Now. I'd like to also thank my wife, Erica, for her support and her wonderful work on our show notes and additional help writing flavor text with me. I'd like to thank BattleBards personally for their help improving our show by giving us access to their immense library of music, background, sound effects, soundscapes, even NPC dialogue that I've used on sparse occasions, but still it was immensely helpful to try and immerse you guys in the world that I'm trying to create with this story. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter at Dice underscore Heist and on Facebook at Dice Heist Podcast. Feel free to reach out to us there or send us an email at diceheistpodcast at gmail.com. Lastly, I want to mention that our giveaway has finally had a date set. So we are going to draw all six winners on July 30th. So uh, on July 30th, I'm going to draw all of those names and I will be sending out a message and also posting 
the winners of the contest. Uh, and these winners will be winning uh, sets of dice, scale mail dice bags, and owl keychains. Once we're able to get in contact with you guys, we can send you all of your gifts. And just to give you that last little bit, we're going to make sure that we, uh, we announce in our episode released on August 1st, we'll make sure and announce who the winners are there too. So you guys can check your inboxes and get back to us so we know who to mail all of these things to. We really appreciate you guys being patient with us, and we really hope that those that do win these items really enjoy them. So thank you again very much, and thanks again for listening to this episode of Dice Heist, and stay tuned for the next episode next week. Bye for now. Hey guys, I'm Nick. Uh, I'm playing Dirk Vilgoth, the arcane trickster that, although he didn't successfully rescue Adenal, he uh, successfully infiltrated and uh, saw some spicy details. Uh, over to you, uh, Ber- or Adam, or uh, uh, Bertram, Adam. Aaron. Aaron, you mean? Yes, I know. I was uh, fucking Aaron it up. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Bloopers. <laughs>